This podcast of The Matt Wyatt Show is presented by Mississippi Land Bank. Land Bank. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. Are you interested in buying land, farmland, hunting land, recreational property, or even a place to build that dream home? Anything land-related in North Mississippi, go to Mississippi Land Bank, where they understand the lay of the land. If you'd like to catch an entire replay of the entire radio show on any day, check out the on-demand of the live stream. Every day the show is streamed live, all three hours, on Facebook, YouTube, and on Periscope. Just look for me, Radio Wyatt, on any of those platforms, and you'll find the entire show from that day, and you can stream the whole thing on demand. Check it out. I wanted to point out that Louvier said that uh, earlier he texted and he said, JB is a gentleman and a scholar, and there aren't many of us left. Louvier. <laughs> My man. He's the one My that man. we really want him to have his own line of everything. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've never met him, but I, you know, I worked with Bo back in the day and knew of him and, and know of him just because of his, he's a great caller. Um, and now that I've been on your show, Matt, for a while, I've gotten to know him through a little different, uh, animal and he, he is, uh, he might be correct with that. I'm not sure about me being a gentleman and a scholar, but I think he's, he for sure is. He, so, uh, he's a Renaissance guy. Ain't no question about yeah. it. He's got a real command of the English language. And, he's a dude. Uh, he's and, a he dude. Makes, and he makes gumbo. I mean, yes, he does. He uh, doesn't get any better. He came in here yesterday and he said um, he put he turned on his Cajun accent. He went and turned it on on purpose. And he told us that the reason Florida lost to LSU was not because of that shoe. In his words, it was because of that swamp fog. <laughs> the swamp fog. Did Gator Greg call in after that loss? I hadn't heard from Gator Greg. Gator Greg, I'm so sorry. I think he's mad at me because I tweeted out a little funny joke about um, Florida losing and throwing the shoe. And I wonder if... If he's mad at you. I hope he's not. Gator Greg, if you're listening, it was just meant for a laugh. It was Don't need to upset him. Yeah, we love him. <laughs> it was not taking a shot. Okay. I wanted to read this. Bo, not B-O, but B-E-A-U, Bo, mm -hmm. on the country-pleasing text line. What did the committee mean when they said Cincinnati does not have a win over a top 25 team? They beat 16th-ranked SMU and 22nd-ranked Army at the time that they beat them, and they are 8-0. What he's talking about was that clip I had from the chair of the committee when he was talking about Cincinnati. When it comes to uh, Cincinnati, you know, the committee has, uh, has shown appreciation for Cincinnati from, from the beginning. We haven't had a chance to watch them play since November 21st, uh, and the teams around them, the teams ahead of them have played two or three games that we've been able to evaluate. And one of the things that holds Cincinnati back, again, a great team, they don't have a win against a, a top 25. So there is the comment he's talking about. The only way it would mean they could possibly mean it, Bo, is a win over a team currently in the top 25. Well, maybe he should speak a little bit more, more clearly, yeah. make his point. Make his point. I don't know. Well, let's compare it to Ohio State. Loaded with talent. Nobody's, nobody questions that. They have umpteen guys that are going to get drafted. We know that, Ohio State. But if we're looking at what they've done on the field, they've played – Somewhere in the neighborhood, well, they've played, it, to be exact, three fewer games than Cincinnati. Okay, can you, is it all because of Corona? Uh, yes. Okay. And they have one win over a team with a winning record who is also ranked. 
and that's Indiana from their conference who they beat. But f- like four out of the five games they played, Ohio State had an extra week to get ready for it leading up to it because they didn't have a game and all this weird season stuff. And he's sitting here going, <clears throat> well, we hadn't seen Cincinnati play since uh, uh, late November. Okay, well, that's two weeks ago. We hadn't You're seen not them. doing your job, buddy. Yeah, we hadn't seen them play and because they didn't have a game. They're sitting there undefeated. And some of the teams around them have had a few more games since then that we could evaluate. Now, that's the term to me. This is garbage. <laughs> the committee says that we've seen Georgia play a few more games. And even though they have two losses, we can evaluate them as a better football team than Cincinnati. So we're going to put Georgia ahead of them does since they blew give- out Missouri. Does that not give credence, though, or a little foundation to Herb Street's argument that if the shoe were on the other foot with uh, Alabama or Florida being 5-0, and quote-unquote, maybe 6-0 and if they win the conference championship? Oh, he's exactly right. You know why? Because yeah. it's yeah. a beauty contest. It's right, a popularity contest. When he That's uses exactly the collective, why. when he says we, yeah. who, and who, who does that all go? Just break that down for okay, me. because when, I, when who says we? We evaluate. Or oh, we can committee. evaluate and 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 go through that on the committee. I'm sure everybody already knows yeah. that, but me. Well, it's made up of people from around the sports world and and elsewhere that they decide. To, you know, they're all going to be trained on their protocols on how they put their rankings together. But it's basically is it so many from each conference? Well, it's no. Um, I don't know that they have a set you know, every conference representative, but they'll have like, it might be a president or an AD or a former coach. Here's who they are. Okay. Here's who the college playoff committee members are. The guy you just heard from is currently the, the athletics director at Iowa, Gary Barta. He's the chair of the committee. You have a woman named uh, Paula Boyvin. She's a professor at Arizona state university. Okay. Yeah, director of athletics at Wyoming, Tom Berman. It's just random. It's pretty random. Joe Castiglione, he's the AD at Oklahoma. Rick George, the AD at Colorado. Ken Hatfield, he's a former head coach at three schools, former, older guy. Ronnie Lott, a former player at USC, played in the NFL. Uh, He's the guy in the NFL who he told him on the sideline of a game to cut the end of his finger off so he could go back in the ballgame. Oh. And did it. Oh, oh. Yeah, they... Just, well, just cut it right yeah, off. Well, he deserves to be on the group. I cut guess. it. <laughs> I mean, cut I don't it know off, what to say back. To that. Get me back in there. Okay. Uh, Terry Moyhar, director of athletics, Arkansas State. Ray Odierno. Yeah. Well. Former chief of staff of the United States Army. Okay. Hey, put him in there. Put him in. R.C. Slocum, former head coach, Texas A&M. Todd Stansberry. Director of Athletics, Georgia Tech. And look at there. Hey, we know that guy. We know that guy, Scott Strickland, the AD at Florida. That's and the then, first uh, Southern oh, that's true. name I've heard of. And then John Urschel, the former All-American at Penn State. That's it? Uh, that, I, don't, I, that's, don't hear, I don't hear a whole lot of Southern SEC anybody in that. Do well, you? Well, other than Scott. Well, I know. R.C. Slocum coached at Texas A&M, but that was not when they were actually in the SEC. You do have a lot of ADs in here, okay? Hmm. You got one professor and a bunch of athletics directors. And so ter- let's put you on the spot. How how often do they go off of the committee? You know, do they have terms like Congress? 
Well, yeah, they they they, they rotate. rotate them in and off. It, they have they put mm-hmm. a list down here of the past members, and it's a list. It's about twenty people. Annie, you see that? That's not a very big committee. I was expecting it yeah. to Archie be a little Manning bit bigger. Was on the first one, was that correct? Yeah, that's right. Um, I, I think that's right. One. His name is not on here though. Uh, it says past. You know what? I think I'm going to go back. JB, I remember they were going to put Archie Manning on it, and then he stepped down. Did he decline? Yeah, he he declined or something like that. Uh, Jeff Bauer, former Southern Miss coach, has been on that committee uh, before. Anyway, so. Wasn't Larry Templeton on it, or was that the basketball committee? I think that'd be maybe basketball or baseball. He hasn't been on this, according to this deal here. So this all rests on their shoulders. It's on their shoulders, people. And and it's look, they're good people. They're tr- you know they're trying to figure this thing out. But look, make no mistake, when they decided to have a college football playoff, one thing we kept hearing, Annie, was this term: the human element, the you know the the element of having people putting their opinions in there. It's not a computer ranking, so it's you know it's more subjective. It's not strictly wins and losses. It's more subjective than that. We got the human element. And, and here's the fact. Even the, the best, smartest, some of the best people that are trying their best, they are affected by the perception, by the clothes that and the makeup that the pretty girl has on and are not necessarily considering what she looks like when she doesn't have on the clothes and the pretty makeup. <laughs> you, you know, so what I'm saying is the human element in this plays a factor. They look at it and they're going, that's ah, Ohio State. Okay, let's just, and, let's just go ahead and put them up there. Right. Well, you and you you can't convince me otherwise. It's a fact. These people talk to all, all these other people in the industry that they're going. I mean, playoffs better if we get Ohio State in there. Well, why? Well, television and you know they got umpteen future NFL players and just looks better. Oh, oh, oh. And they're a representative from the Big Ten. And the Big Ten's really important to the nationality of our sport and everything. Oh, gosh. I, look, I'm telling you, there's no question that's what that is, part of that. And is it what's good long-term? No. Because, okay, it's what's best for television. They get what they want, and, and which is an easily promotable deal. We don't even have to work hard as the marketing staff for ESPN to promote the college football playoff. Because we already, at the beginning of the year, we already know who's in, basically. Half of them. Number two, it's great for the bank accounts of the conferences as it relates to television, for the coaches and the ADs and the commissioners as it relates to the money, as it relates to television. It's great for all of them. Because it's easy. The, the way it's being done is easy for all of them. If they tell me it's difficult, I laugh. It ain't hard. What would be difficult is to say, what is best for the sport, the health of the sport long-term, as it relates to two things, the people that support it and the people that play it. Right. Now, if I ask you that question, and you don't have to be exact, but I'm just saying, if somebody, if I were to say to you, what's best for the sport of college football as it relates to the people that support it, the fans and the people that play it in terms of a postseason? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but one of the things you're going to say is, well, it's big that everybody feels like they have an equal playing field, equal shot to go and maybe earn it and play for a championship if they earn it. Right? Right. Well, 
That's being look, taken out of the equation, isn't it? You don't have that. Mm. It doesn't exist. And it's not a state or Ole Miss conversation. Absolutely, they can do it. The first ever college football playoff rankings we had, state was one and Ole Miss was two or three or whatever it was. They can definitely do it if they go earn it because they are part of the access conference. They'll give you access because you are in the SEC. Why is that important? It's not just about players. It's not just about the sizes of the fan bases. BYU is not in a conference, and they don't. They have a bigger fan base than State or Ole Miss combined. State or Ole Miss is the size of BYU. So it's not just about numbers. It's about that conference tie-in to this playoff because of television. Hmm. Why is television important? It's important to them because of money. Therefore, it's important to us because of money. What I think we have to do is look at it for what it is. The college football playoff itself, the four te- putting the four teams in there, it's not about having a more deserving national champion. What it is is about continuing the relationship with TV partners to grow it as big and as massively as we can possibly grow it nationwide to make more money. That's what it is. It's not about access for schools it's, it, that aren't in the Power Five. and ain't it at all. Coastal Carolina, undefeated 11-0. They won the National Baseball Championship a few years ago. Won the College World Series. Same one state, no miss competing for it. Beat big teams, went and won it. National title baseball. They'll never do it in football. Never. They could sit there 11-0, about to be 12-0, win the conference championship this weekend. They're 12th in the country. They could be 24-0. They could be 36-0 over the next three years, but they play in a Sun Belt. Coastal Carolina, you can win as many games as you can imagine, and you have no shot at a legit national championship. You don't play and exist in a world where one is available to you, Coastal Carolina, Southern Miss, South Alabama, UCF, Cincinnati. No access. This is very sad. You want me to get get on a happy subject? This is very disheartening. <laughs> I just feel really bad for those players that you're that you're saying that to. Well, should we? <clears throat> should we what? Should we feel really bad for those players because that are that are about to be twelve and zero, but they're discounted? Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean they're getting you know they got full scholarships, and they're getting to play the sport they love. You know, they'll get a conference championship trophy if they win this weekend. Great. So you're saying they don't they don't need I'm to saying have if, the... I'm saying if I was at Coastal Carolina, if I was a player, I don't know that I would decide it, but I'd think about it. I would think to myself, I'd think, you know, if I played at Jacksonville State outside of Birmingham, I could actually go win a national championship trophy and get a ring out of it. A national championship if i just compete in division one double a i'd think about it a lot of layers here Matt. show is <laughs> and we're just getting started in hour number two <laughs> thanks for breaking it down for me <laughs> in the farm bureau studio chris i'll come to you next y'all stick around